Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. They went down flying the Socceroos, Zorb. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Yeah, you can. Um, we can all be very, very proud of uh, Graham Arnold's side. What a fantastic performance against one of the giants of um, of the world uh, in soccer. Two uh, one defeat, um, and it took what a player, Lionel Messi. Mm. Um, um, incredible. I mean, looks like a garden name in footy boots, but what a what a Absolute magician he is. Incredible first-half goal. Some amazing uh, shows of skill during the game. And it took um, the likes of Messi to uh, to beat this unheralded Australian side. I, I just heard you boys talking about um, the Australian cricket team being on the nose. Uh, they are certainly that at the moment. But this Australian soccer side, um, they're smelling like a rose, aren't mm. they? And um, they've gone past way past the Australian cricket team in terms of uh, popularity in Australian sport. Who would ever think that would happen um, in this World Cup? But it has. What um, what a great performance by Australia. Um, and they really pushed uh, Argentina to the limits. We could have got away with a, a late goal and, and, and drawn it up and anything could have happened then. But the way the sides battle through, through COVID... I know all teams did that, but we were further away than most, and and we were we were based virtually out of Australia for a couple of years for Arnie and his side. Um, they battled through, um, not one Premier League player uh, in the side, and they've um, they've pushed Argentina to the limit. And it took one of the great goalkeepers in the world, Martinez, who we see doing some great things for Aston Villa week after week, and now for Argentina. Um, late in the game, um, a wonderful save by him. But, wow, what a performance. Everyone in Australia, um, I know, should be proud and would be proud of this side. What about Graham Arnold? Mm. We know him well, Bulldog, but what a performance by him. Yeah, amazing, Zorba. I was just about to ask you, actually. Uh, Tell us the Graham Arnold that you know. Well, he's the first Australian-born coach to win a World Cup match. He loves his sport. He's a knock-around bloke. He's quietly spoken, but a hell of a bloke to be in his company with. Um, he loves his NRL, believe it or not. He lives on the edge of um, Narrabeen Lake, not far from uh, uh, from uh, the Academy of Sport at Narrabeen there. Uh, what you see is what you get with Arnie. And I remember vividly, and during Manly's golden period in 2008, in 2011 in Rugby League when they won premierships and constantly in the grand final. Um, Des Hassel, the manly coach, would get me to uh, to call Arnie and, um, and say, look, our goal, kick, goal kicker, uh, Jamie Lyon, needs a little bit of tweaking and could he come down to training and, um, and just give him a, a small session? And Arnie never said no if he was in the country. And he would come down, um, he'd, watch, he'd watch Jamie Lyon have six kicks before suggesting some minor tweaking, it always worked. Arnold could place the ball on the 20-metre line, on the sideline, and kick the goal nine out of ten times in his joggers. Mm. He's a great bloke who's <laughs> left his mark for all time in Australia's soccer history. Couldn't happen to a better bloke. He's been knifed left, right and centre by some so-called mates in recent times. He'll, it'll be water off a duck's back for him. Um, and who knows where he might end up now. I think the bloke needs a massive rest and um, 
I think things will fall into place for him. But wonderful effort by the team, wonderful effort by the coach, and you couldn't be more impressed. Zorba, I want to ask you about Laurie Daly, the bloke who sits in this very seat Monday to Friday. The NRL and their wisdom have declared that he cannot be a consultant slash coach at Manly because of his links to the TAB. What did you make of that decision? Well, absolutely dumbfounded, disappointed. Um, Not having Laurie Daly involved in mentoring and coaching young players in the game because he works for this radio station, gives an opinion on which teams he thinks will win. It's simply, in my book, stupid. The decision this week to block Laurie's return to the game in a minor role at Manly, it just doesn't make sense. Daly's Are a they great questioning his integrity, Pardon? Are they questioning his integrity? Well, they virtually are. I mean, there isn't a bloke who I've met in 35 years in sports journalism who has more integrity than Laurie Daly. Well, you're very close to Laurie, and you know the person he is. From my point of view, and forget that, that Manly's the club in my heart, I declared that a long, long time ago, 54 years ago. Uh, It's just that he shouldn't be lost to the game because of something like this. It's just ridiculous. I've worked for 30 years on and off at the radio station, and in that period of time, I've held positions in the NRL, football manager, media manager at Manly. Nothing was ever said to me, where's the difference? And, And I give my tips on this program right throughout the football season and I I did it whilst I worked at Manly so there's one rule for one and one for others I I can't see why somebody of the integrity of Laurie Daly somebody of Laurie Daly's ilk in the game is not allowed to be part of it when things are going on elsewhere I mean it's been highlighted what's happening in in Melbourne with a new betting company and their chairman um, Matthew Tripp um Investing and owning a betting company, it's alleged that, uh, with strong with strong support, that some players have actually invested in the company. It just doesn't make sense, mm. and in my opinion, it's unfair and vindictive. Yeah, no, it's, it's... it should be overturned. And if anyone understands betting, it's the boss of the league, and he should step in and make a decision and say we made a mistake. Mm. Larry Daly should not be lost to the game. Involving in the pathways of young players would be great for the game. Dina, is it It still being looked at? Stupid decision. No, the decision came out during the week, Ray. That's it, final, is it? Yeah, look, don't be surprised if there is a push Hmm. for the decision to be revisited. But at the moment, the NRL has come out and said he cannot coach at Manly. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Hey, Zor, biggest rumours in the NRL. There's a few going around at the moment. Well, there's a few going around, and I've discussed this with Bulldog and with yourself over the last month. Look, for the past month, the biggest rumours in the game keep coming to the surface. They involve two of the biggest names in rugby league, Mitchell Moses and Stephen Crichton. The word is that they are going in 2024 from their current clubs, Moses at Parramatta and Crichton at Penrith. Moses is rumoured very strongly to be going back to the West Tigers and Crichton um, to what is becoming an inner-city home for Panthers at Belmore and the Bulldogs. The story simply won't go away. Um, And um, Bulldog, I'm starting to think that 
maybe they're spot on. Yeah, certainly the Crichton rumour continues to grow, Zorba. I did notice, though, uh, last week that Penrith have lodged a counter-offer uh, for Crichton. Mm. Brighton To'o, his great mate, re-signed a couple of days ago. So I don't think all is lost yet, but Crichton could get fullback money at Billmore. As for Moses, Zorba, and uh, Dylan, Dylan Brown. Dylan Browns won't go away. They're either. the key. Yeah. They're the key rumours in rugby league at the moment. Will they stay? Will they go? Or will one go and one stay? But for mm. Parramatta to lose both, which is possible, would be disastrous. Because Brown and Dolphins is, is the link, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. A lot of money for two halves, and maybe you can keep one, but you're going to have to pay a million or more for Mitchell Moses and very close to it for Dylan Brown. That's hard in one salary cap. When you get a couple of players that are on the million or over the million or close to it, um, it's hard to get a roster that um, can compete. I said um, before this year's grand final that Parramatta's window uh, would close at the end of the season, and I think it's closed with this group of players. Uh, Players have moved on. Two good forwards have gone um, one to the Bulldogs, one to the West Tigers in Papalihi and, um, and and the young hooker. Money, uh, yeah. So I, I I think Parramatta's window's shut. I think the players, more than anybody, would realise it. They realise their, their opportunity to win a comp there at the Blue and Gold is gone and it won't be back for a long, long time. So I would think that a move would be more on the cards for... Mitchell Moses than Crichton, but as you said, fullback money is big money, and um, that's what the players are after in the game. And and if you can get it, you got to take it uh, mm. because it's a small window in your life that you can earn that money. So I would exactly. surprised yeah. if, if Crichton went well as well. Um, Bulldog signing Bronson Cherry. Um, I was a little bit undecided earlier in the week, but now I've thought about it, and I think he's young enough to get another opportunity. He did a silly thing. He's paid the price. Um, he won't be on big money coming back, but he'll be only 23 years of age when he resumes his career. I think that's young enough um, if he's given the right build-up and he's got the right attitude to uh, make it in the game. If you think back to um, to how he was playing uh, prior to the incident that rubbed him out of the game, he was a heck of a talent and mm. um, he looked like he could be anything in the game. He certainly I could. Yeah. I guess, Zorba, that's what... Rugby league is. It's a working class game where we give people second chances in life to resurrect themselves if they've made mistakes. And Bronson Cherry made a mistake. To his credit, he, he's done his time. He's fessed up, and yeah, he, he's got an incredible second chance to. Uh, he has re- I mean, reinvent like himself at in, the Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Look, players have done worse things and been welcomed back. Um, so you know, I once I looked at it, I thought no. Um, Give him another go. Mm. Hey, Zorb, before you go, quick one here from Brett from Oran Park. G'day, lads. Can you ask Zorb if Manny have signed their full squad for next year? If not, who is earmarked? If they've signed? Their full squad for next year. And if not, who is earmarked to potentially go to the season? Yeah, they don't, they don't have any more money to uh, to go into the place. Interesting press conference this week. Um, if I can give them any, any idea on media, can we stop having the foot the media manager calling an end to press conferences. Des Hazlitt did it. It was a bad look. Um, it's obviously passed over to the media manager. who's a good young bloke, um, but well, he's not so young anymore, Wayne Cousins. But Cuzzo, 
it's not up to you to call an end to it. That was a very important press conference. Manly laid it all on the table. The CEO was there answering questions, as was the new coach. There was a big media contingent there. I don't like it when it's ended like that. It, it would be up to the media to end their media sessions when they've finished asking the questions that the public want to hear. One question that was asked was, um, was about... Um, cooperation and putting everything on the table like a family, I find it hard uh, to accept that when um, a person who was more responsible than anybody uh, for neglecting what was going on is still there when other good people have left. Zorba, uh, to Cazzo's credit, I think you'll find that Anthony Sebo had to get to training. That's why it was cut short. Having said that, maybe they could have done it at a time when... Anthony Sebold yeah, more didn't have to go to training. Yeah. Well, mate, he hasn't been to training before that day. Correct. And another 10 minutes wouldn't have hurt. Uh, the players have trained without him um, for the first couple of weeks of training. I don't think that's a, um, a logical excuse. Wouldn't Lift have happened when the great Zorboski was in charge down there at Manly? <laughs> it would not have happened. <laughs> what would have happened? I would have said to the coach, keep going. <laughs> You're a good man, and we Zorb. We would have had an argument after it, <laughs> as we always did. Hey, Zorb, you're a good man. Hey, um, I know you would have watched the Socceroos. You've watched them right through this tournament. They were fantastic in this morning, losing 2-1 to Argentina. But they went down fighting, which is the Australian way. And, Zorb, keep enjoying that World Cup. I'll keep texting you during those games, and we'll talk next week, mate. See you, Zorb. We sure will, mate, and we'll keep texting about Test cricket. Boy, yeah. the Australians have voted with their feet over in Perth. Yeah, it hasn't been a good look, but will we get home today, Zorb? Seven wickets, 306 West Indies. If need. we don't, we'll be further on the nose. Yeah, no, a fair bit at stake here. Hey, go I'll on be your watching pa- the golf, not the cricket today. I'll, I'll be channel surfing. Hey, good on you, Zorb. We'll, we'll, Thanks, Zorb. We'll talk during the day. See you, boys, and well done, Australia.